0: All right, well, enough of that. Um, <laughs> I really wish that was usable for four-pass thinking, but it's
1: just <laughs>
0: It's so not. <laughs> uh, uh. Um. <laughs> All right. Hello, well. welcome to this edition of Four past Thinking Audio Content. I'm your host, as always, John Ders, and uh, we are joined today by an old friend. I mean, not really an old friend, but... I don't know. It's Rostock. Rostock. How the heck are you?
1: Rough, rough, dude. What's going on?
0: <laughs> you know, um, I, I was uh, – uh, uh, Adam Sherman uh, has been coming over to the uh, back porch uh, social distance game center every week to watch the Bears. Oh, yeah? Now he feels like he has to because the Bears keep winning. You're calling into four-past <laughs> thinking because the Bears are 3-0. I hope the Bears go 16-0 and this year. It's
1: I, – I, I don't even know really what to say. I, I, I have like a, a – you know a roller coaster of emotions and thoughts around just the bears in general but like i mean the the main thought here is big dick nick is back indeed <laughs> and he is in chicago flopping that thing around all over and i, I don't want to see him go away anytime soon that's that's pretty much that's my thought process on the situation right now you know so
0: technically uh, on Sunday, that didn't count as a win for Nick Foles. That counted as a win for Mitch Trubisky uh, because stats are
1: dumb. But how does that how does that work? Is it like who plays the most time on the field, or I whoever starts? So it's like it's like a baseball game. Yeah. Okay.
0: And Nick Foles okay. might be the best re- relief pitcher in the game of football right now, but his last win was the double doink game. Does that make you feel any sort of way?
1: Uh eh, not really. I mean, I. I just – I kind of was taken off guard that um, Mitch got yanked so um, abruptly. Like, obviously, everyone in Chicago was totally okay with it, I I would think. Um, But uh, it was just kind of one of those things where you're, you're sitting watching the game and you're like, this dude needs to go. And then they come back from TV timeout and Nick Foles is in with that blacked out dope ass visor and you're like holy shit what the Darth up, Vader he looks like Darth yeah, Vader man. and then and then not only not only that like yes he threw uh, an interception what to to his on his second drive
0: first drive uh, on his first drive he threw a 50-50 ball up for Robinson and then the fell oh, yeah, came in with it
1: yeah he he threw a touchdown on his first drive that was a touchdown you can't overturn that but whatever it yeah i mean I,
0: I agree with you i thought that i thought that should have been a uh uh, uh is, the stands situation, not a yeah.
1: situation. Yeah. So Nick Foles essentially threw five touchdowns because <laughs> the one, the one, the one that um it was uh, that Anthony Miller that dropped, dropped, yeah, he dropped. That's a catchable ball. The one that Allen Robinson got overturned, and then the actual three touchdowns. <laughs> it's just, it was, it was absurd. I mean, I had written the game off. You know, it's ten to twenty six. Never against um, the Falcons. And yeah, you never walk away when you're playing the Falcons, I guess. <laughs> um, but I went and I started drinking some beer and then I came back and j- I mean, just, it's just unbelievable. I, I don't even, I really don't even know what to say. And, you know, I mean, it's like, you, you can say what you will about about fools because um, he's obviously injury prone and there's yeah. a reason that they started Trubisky instead of Fool's to start the season. Is but that I, I don't. I don't see it. I don't see it, man. I, I just. Let yeah, me try I, to. I don't, I don't know.
0: Dr. Football MD here for a second. Okay. Um, so on that play where Trubisky throws his last interception, they have uh, three stack wide receivers and then they have uh, Jimmy Graham run over and run a drag route over to that side. I am certain that they were looking at a zone. I haven't looked at this game yet on game pass, but I'm certain that the Falcons were playing zone all day. And Matt Nagy puts that play in. So Jimmy Graham is a decoy and is never supposed to get the ball there. And he's just supposed to like keep one of those defenders occupied so they can get somebody up top. And that was supposed to be a shot play that Trubisky threw five yards downfield. And at that point, uh, Nagy saw red and was like, I'm done. I don't even care. We're two and Oh, this, this, this kid can never figure out anything. I'm putting Foles in. Cause at least he'll push the ball downfield. What do you think about that?
1: I don't, I can't, I can't disagree. Maybe. Nagy was setting him up I feel like Nagy always wanted Trubisky to succeed but Mm. if you can't if you can't succeed in the simplest situations you gotta go man I I don't know I mean he just he just doesn't got it maybe he'll be a good backup I don't know but like yeah uh, he's he's hard to watch he's hard to watch and then you you start to you start to push blame all over the place but that that game clearly was not Nagy's fault. It Mitch is a bad quarterback. Period. I really
0: like that he just doesn't got it. Um, next week, the yeah. culture coming to Chicago in a uh, Super Bowl rematch, and then a short turnaround. Oh, did you hear that? Uh, Foles is officially the starter for next week. Wow, well, they already put that tag down. Yeah, Nagy. I mean, h- how
1: can how can you go back, right? Yeah, like, once
0: you rip the uh, once you pull the rip it's over.
1: You can't. Yeah. No, I mean yeah there's (laughs) there's no way if they did i feel like it would it it would uh entice a riot or something
0: so what like um uh, chicago versus colts that's like a super bowl 41 rematch and then a more recent super bowl rematch of sorts uh nick Foles playing against tom brady and the tom what do you you call him on text you didn't call him the tampa bay you called him the tampa toms
1: He's Tampa Tom. Yeah. Tampa
0: yeah. Tom. Oh, he's Tampa Tom. Not the whole team. Okay. Yeah. But I, that's the game I really think. Cause like, okay, the Colts or whatever, their uh, defense has been like sneaky, pretty good. If they can hold the Colts off, I kind of feel pretty neutral about that, but if they can go upset the Gronk Tom Brady party, that's a home game too for Chicago on a short week. So I don't know. Is that I, Thursday?
1: I, that's Thursday. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I'd, I'd agree with you here too. I think that, um, the the Bucs game is more meaningful than the, – the Colts game is definitely meh. They could win it. They could lose it. I, I, I don't know. Um, I, I don't think it's going to come down to who plays better offense, um, and it's probably which defensive team comes out and shows in that game. But, yeah, I'm interested to see if Nick Foles can, like, flourish and, and make this offense not just score – Seventeen to twenty points a game anymore, because that that's that's always going to be the Bears' downfall. So yeah, I, I don't mad. know. But the way that dude came back to the sideline, man, he was he was fucking jacked up, dude. He was telling people, you know, to get their shit together, and he was screaming at Nagy. He's just he was just ready to go, man. I I, I don't know what it is.
0: After Tampa Bay, they had that mini bye week because they're playing on Thursday and then going to the next Sunday. And that's the Panthers, which I think is a winnable game. And then they have their actual – no, no, that's not their actual bye week. Then they have the Los Angeles Rams on prime time. I think they can head into that Rams game 6-0. and oh, And, like,
1: that's pretty close to already locking up that new seventh seed. Oh, yeah, you're right. That's very true. I, I don't – you know, I, I, I think I'll I'll, uh, echo um, the same thing I've been saying about the Chicago baseball teams right now that are going into the playoffs. Um, I don't can you, think I you
0: that. Can, I, can, I, can you explain to me why I've been hearing so much about the Chicago White Sox. And then I look up at the Red Eisen show today and they're the seventh seed.
1: Uh, yeah, because the AL, um, the AL overall um, seeded really weird yesterday because of like who lost. So, the Sox should have won their division, um, which would have made them like a four seed. But instead, and um, they ended, they took the division, or the Indians. I, I think swear, it was the Indians.
0: baseball fans have been talking about the White Sox for the last two months like they were a number one seed.
1: So the White Sox have what should be the locked up MVP candidate in Jose Abreu, who hit 60. 60- three RBIs in 60 games. So, you that know, sounds good. RBI, yeah, yeah it, it's, it's pretty damn good. And um, unfortunately for both the Cubs and the Sox, they got hot at the wrong times. So I think the Sox middle of the season, like their, their middle 30-game stretch, or 25-game stretch, whatever, um, they just played lights out. Like they, they were scoring on average, like seven runs a game or something like that. I mean, other teams didn't even stand a chance, and the Cubs started the year out hot uh, with decent pitching. And both teams are kind of going into the playoffs very um, cold. uh, Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't even say cold, but like they're just lukewarm. I I don't really. I think they have the 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 possibility to both get knocked out in the first round. So there was that kind of where that was my point with the Bears.
0: Yeah, there was. Oh, you mean the playoffs? Yeah, because they. Yeah, I think
1: the the Bears probably make the playoffs, but I, I don't. I don't see them. Um, I don't see them going very far yeah
0: I don't know because I could kind of see that two seed going to the Packers
1: yeah and the way stupid ass Aaron Rodgers is playing right now is just I mean good luck I, I'm terrified to play them because right now he's, if such, you a, had to guess he's such a like piece of the, shit <laughs> at least not um,
0: if, <laughs> but right now if you had to guess you'd guess Seattle or
1: the Packers are getting that two seed I can't even yeah. think well, I mean, it's third, it's right? one or, one of them is getting the one seed and one of them is getting the two seed. It's yeah. There's really no way around it. Could you
0: imagine beating the Tampa Bay's this uh, in a couple weeks and then having to play them in the wild card round of the playoffs? No, that's terrifying. <laughs> Tom Brady's been stewing for three months. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's terrifying. Um, do you want to talk about South Park? South. No, do you want to
1: talk about South Park at all before we get out of here? sure i couldn't be more excited um i think that you and i both called that matt and trey have so much fuel for this first episode and the rest of the season that it could be like the greatest thing ever i, I just i don't see how it can be possibly be bad first ever hour-long
0: episode i was even thinking about like writing a spec script based on what this episode's going to be so i feel like if i could feel like I could do a good job that Matt and Trey are going to like just write perfection. And that promotional stunt <laughs> yesterday was one of the best promotional stunts I've ever seen of having unbelievable all of South park. Yeah. yeah. Having all the South that Park and mile high field or whatever it's called now yeah. that Safeco or whatever the, the, uh,
1: mm-hmm. What's it called? It, it, it's called It's When you sent that to me, it scared the shit out of me because the Broncos were my, uh, my team to lose <laughs> yesterday. And I was like, damn, that's, that's the greatest thing I've ever seen. They're going to win now, but luckily, you know, Tampa Tom doesn't fuck around.
0: I'm just I, – I don't want to be too gross or anything, but, um, like, South Park is animated Tom Brady drinking Butters' jizz. And, like, how pissed off do you think he was, like, arriving to the stadium and, like, seeing, like – I think they said it was, like, a 1,000 or, like – it was a ridiculous number of cardboard cutouts they had from South
1: Park. I mean, you said – it was every – it was every potential character from the past twenty whatever seasons.
0: I was looking for one character that has had episodes banned and I did not see that character though. So
1: Oh Muhammad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, thank you for, <laughs> for your banned. Yeah. No, um so oh, did you see if um, Saddam Hussein was like next to the devil? Um Saddam Hussein because that's, like that's probably did, like, risky yeah
0: i think they only did like the like because hussein is like one like a canadian character but like it's like his real face i think they only did like the south park characters that were like drawn if that makes sense you
1: know what i mean was the was the um robot dinosaur barbara streisand in it then
0: no <laughs> <laughs> that probably would have fed too much cardboard that would have been like 10- yeah. itself. The yeah, one i was, the, I was upset about was princess kenny not being there princess kenny was one of my favorite right. south park characters. oh yeah princess kenny's great kenny just wants to be a chick now and we're just letting him roll with it
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm no I, I yeah i couldn't be more excited that that's all that's all i got i mean it's 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 going to be great
0: Uh, You made fun of my loser pick last week. I gave you the Cowboys, and you were making fun of me just for picking teams that are playing the Seahawks. I'm not taking the Dolphins this week. Not taking the Dolphins this week, even though the Seahawks are playing the Dolphins this week. I am taking the Washington football team playing a home game against the Baltimore Ravens.
1: Yeah, that seems fair. Even though they they almost found a way to win yesterday. Yeah, but they won't find a
0: way to win against them. Um, No, not a chance. Uh, meanwhile. Can, can
1: you play. can you tell me can you tell me something? When I are they gonna it. pick when are they gonna pick a name or like a logo? I or are, I, are they yeah. are they just trying to like prove a point, like you won't let us be racist anymore, so we're just gonna be <laughs> like default <laughs> team. Um this has been
0: that's why I need to come over to the back porch social distance center because this has been the football team has been a hotly contested item of debate. Um
1: really? Okay.
0: Yeah, uh so Dan Schneider was gonna had a name ready and then some lawyer uh bought all the names that they were picking from and like squatting <laughs> on it. So then they were like, All right, we're the football team. But I think they should um not um pick a new name. And I think like they should pick like somebody from the past, like I think it'd be maybe a little problematic if they picked uh Doug Williams as their mascot, but like maybe John Riggins could be their mascot and just be like, Yeah, he's a football player, we're the football team, fuck you. Like that should be their thing going forward i think
1: okay all right maybe I whoever mean, their
0: head coach is at the time so like right now it'd be ron Rivera. like just because ron Rivera has a really cool um uh cartoon kind of thing as a twitter avatar just make that the team logo whoever mm-hmm. the uh head football coach is is the football team logo i love it i love the football team i mean i don't love the football team but i love the name yeah i, I just <sighs>
1: I, we I do so I so easy do. to screw
0: up. If they were the football club, it would have been like, come on, football club, but the football team.
1: Yeah, this isn't rugby. Yeah, no, you're right.
0: Huh, okay. We didn't get to talk about Russell Wilson
1: at all. I mean, he's one of the greatest quarterbacks of all time. It's not really <laughs> anything to – there's not much to talk about. Are, I, you, are, we, are we surprised that he played fantastic? And beat the shit out of well, he didn't really beat the shit out of the Cowboys, but like he wasn't. He, there was in no alternate universe in in which Russell Wilson would have lost for that matchup yesterday.
0: There, so two things really quick. Then maybe we'll get more into Russell Wilson and Ron McGinley. But like, a Pete Carroll talks about like Russell Wilson would not allow the Seahawks to lose yesterday, which is just right. such a ridiculous <laughs> thing to say, but <laughs> like, it's, it's very
1: Russell, true, yeah. <laughs>
0: No, like, like, as he said a press conference, he's like, "Yeah, Russell wasn't to let us lose, so yeah, I was never worried." I was like, "All right, cool." And also, like, have you seen the pictures of uh, his uh, second year wide receiver DK Metcalf without a shirt on?
1: Mm-mm.
0: All right, Google is that. It scary. It's like it's like by like he's humongous by football player standards, like not by like well, by wide receiver standards too. Like no, but like he's like the most muscular man who is not like. I don't know. It's ridiculous, and like the idea of like after that fumble that was a touchback, uh, Russell Wilson like just went up to him like this five eleven dude was like, "Don't ever let that happen ever again." And DK Metcalf was scared. I just love that so much.
1: Like, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, yeah um, you you uh you picked a real winner there. You cheering for the right guy.
0: Yeah, yeah, I texted you this yesterday but like what do I do now? Like I've staked my entire reputation on Russell Wilson to be like the next great one.
1: And now like I'm just right which in, is like, absurd. He he comes from Wisconsin and and, <laughs> and, and yeah, I mean the the prediction um is is really something. Oh, uh you want to hear a prediction? Um <laughs> Michael Petticord texted uh like our 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 group chat this morning. Um and he, <laughs> he pretty much is predicting that because of um, the existence of the deep states and Trump being a puppeteer for them, um, they, they're realizing he's wildly out of control and are going to give him medication that will cause a massive stroke on national television tomorrow night during the debate. And it will, (laughs) it it has to be done on live TV because the Trump's massive following will never suspect that the deep state actually did it because it happened on TV. So yeah, that if, if that comes true tomorrow, then we all have to send naked pictures of our wives or girlfriends to Michael. So I'm hoping he's right.
0: You want to send a
1: picture? Why not? dude? Why not? Why not? I mean, if, if. If Donald Trump suffers <laughs> a stroke on television, and, uh, I, will, I will send him as many – as he, he could say, keep them coming, dude. I'll just keep sending him off.
0: Can I get a naked photo of you?
1: Sure, yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so, you know, th- there you go.
0: Um, I don't know if this is airable or not. I don't know if predicting a president
1: getting a stroke by some – I don't know if this is deep state conspiracy. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not us. We're not doing it. The deep state would do it. And if the wheels are already in motion, buddy, I mean, if it's going to happen, it's, it's already, they already press go and there's no turning back on that. So. I wasn't going to watch the debate tomorrow, but now I guess I will. Yeah. It's going to be terrible. I mean, it's just two old blabbering, (sighs) awful people standing up there and telling us that what their belief system is, is the right thing. i am a Rostock
0: president? If you're not going to do four pass thinking every week, why don't you
1: do something worthwhile? You're right, dude. I, I will. I'm going to run for president next in the next election cycle. No, I
0: want to vote for you this, this time.
1: That's too late. Apparently you need a lot of money too. <laughs> you don't have that? You don't have that much? You don't have that much Hey,
0: do you still want my dad to bless your house?
1: Oh yeah, didn't I think Katie does? Is it too late? Is there like a grace period of which? No, I think you just do it whenever. Um, ask Katie and then
0: I'll get my dad to do it. Maybe we could do it Saturday or something.
1: Okay, I got a I got a Ross Dog uh, Mini Corn Dogs jersey for you too. That I've oh yeah, so in. I'll
0: I'll come with my dad and then maybe we can um, ex- exchange the jersey too. Okay. All right, um, let me talk to Katie. All right, I'll I'll uh, I'll talk to my dad. All right, uh, stay tuned for Ryan McGinley, everybody okay dude that was so much fun thank you so much
1: <laughs> you're gonna have to put the explicit tag i i just don't give a shit Or <laughs> right, you know what you never called nick Foles a guy what'd you call him drunk yesterday guy got gigantic cock or something? oh oh instead of big dick nick i just called him gigantic cock nick yeah <laughs> i, I should have he he's he surpassed he surpassed the adjective big and he is now gigantic
0: yes you know i never stopped recording so i think that's gonna make it into the episode <laughs> John here. Still, so I'm joined by Ryan McGinley, Ryan McGinley. How'd that Uh,
2: do you want, uh, uh, an answer that would maybe be better for the audience or do you want the, the actual answer? Because, uh, if anyone has been tuning into the forward past thinking audio content podcast with genres, uh, that I've frequently uh, been a guest on, they know where my alliances are in the pro football world. Uh, I'm a Philadelphia Eagles fan, John Ders. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I was just going to clear that up for all the, the new listeners at home. So, not good. Not not good. Uh, bad would actually probably be the, the correct answer uh, on top mm-hmm. of not good. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, uh, yep. For your, your viewing pleasure, I have not shaved in like a week just because, you know, the Eagles are are killing me slowly from the inside out or outside in. I'm not sure how that would go, but – Nonetheless, football just is is pain uh, on my coast. Uh, For for your Seattle Seahawks, on the other hand, pretty good at football. Not a bad football football. team. Yeah. Yeah. And I was thinking, you know, I could probably just jump on the Seahawks bandwagon uh, at some point just Hmm. because.
0: (laughs) There's a lot of that going around. A lot of that going around.
2: I mean, what's not to like about the Seattle Seahawks, Wilson. Uh, I planted Wilson.
0: my 12th flag nine years ago, so I don't know when you planted yours nine days ago, <laughs> in nine days. I don't know. Uh,
2: well, you know, I've always been obviously not the conductor of the Russell Wilson for MVP train, but I've always been first class there. I've always been first class sitting in the Russell Wilson should have an MVP by now. I'm glad I placed my bet in May because the odds for Russell Wilson to win MVP are now What's plus
0: you to win. Uh,
2: so when I bet it was plus six fifty, I think it's up to plus two hundred. <laughs> it's, it, it's plus two hundred now, Jonders. And <sighs> if, if, if FanDuel was smart, they would allow me to just cash out or wow. give me the cash. But I'm not going to because it's free money. It's free money, Jonders, because it's been due. Uh, it 's been deserved, and he 's on pace for seventy four passing touchdowns
0: if you round up it's it 's seventy four point seven so it's we say seventy five is what we say here but uh
2: um, okay yeah. yes of
0: course um can I ask you a question about uh your six five quarterback compared to my five eleven quarterback
2: i mean yeah, uh, yeah, I mean... Why are so going... many of
0: his balls getting tipped at the line of scrimmage? And none of Russell Wilson's balls are getting tipped at the line of scrimmage. So how does that... What is happening there?
2: Wentz may have... I don't know what he did. But his throwing mechanics look terrible. Uh They've never looked good. They've always been kind of Tim Tebow-y. Oof. But it, there's a, it, it's a long motion. And he's he's forcing a lot. Um There's also a big issue with their offensive line. They have not been able to pass protect, but they're also not getting him out of the pocket. They're not rolling him out. Uh, If I was the Philadelphia Eagles, which at this point, I might as well be coaching them from wherever I'm watching them. I'm rolling him out to Lane Johnson's side. Um, Jason Peters, Hall of Famer, one of the greatest of all time to do it as a tackle. My man is is just essentially a 300-pound ball getting thrown into Carson Wentz. Um, he got bullied against the Cleveland Bengals. Cleveland Bengals. The, Cleveland the, what? The Cleveland Bengals. The Cincinnati Bengals, Jeff. I'm, I'm thinking – so here's where my mind is. Uh, so the Eagles are now 0-2-1, which is a joke.
0: Not, not the worst record in that division.
2: Right, but here's the caveat.
0: Half We've, came out of first place.
2: Right. We play San Fran this week. We've got.
0: Also, you're welcome for being one game or for being a half game out of first place. You're welcome.
2: I know. I know. Five touchdowns. I mean, he should have had six. Should have had had six. Should have had six. But we got San Fran, Pittsburgh, and then we've got Baltimore.
0: You have Nick Mullins at night. You have Nick at night.
2: That's fine. We also have Carson in, in that offense. Uh, there's no pun there. It's just sadness. And then we've got the Giants. Fine. we got the Cowboys. Probably a loss. We Probably. play the, the Cardinals, Packers, uh, Saints, and Seahawks. Seahawks. Those, Seahawks. Don't, those aren't wins, Jonders.
0: Now I'm pretty bummed. They're obviously going to move our game out of prime time because your team is going to be like
2: probably like I don't know when I forget which week that is, but I'm willing to say two and whatever two and whatever. Okay, let's
0: forget all this. This isn't an Eagles podcast. Let's 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 forget all about all this. Um, you know, we're getting
2: and, to that eventually. Once, once I once I leave my my pit of uh, despair and misery with this team, and I'm like excited to talk about these Philadelphia Eagles. You know, here's a little teaser. There will be an Eagle Center podcast
0: coming 2024
2: 20, it, it will be before that see here's the problem Jondres I was geared up I was gonna be like they're gonna beat the Bengals it's gonna be easy I'm gonna be bought all the way back in I know Yeah. you know it was worse than a loss because now I know that they're just as bad as the team that had the worst team in the NFL last year
0: Janders. now you know your sister's a good kisser She's
2: pretty good at kissing. Not bad. <laughs> a little scoop of the tongue, but now everyone I, knows. I like that, a
0: little Dutch, but that's fine.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, to each their own. But once, <laughs> once I'm excited about the Eagles, that could be me being excited about whoever they're taking third overall. Um, Oof. There will be an Eagle-centric podcast, uh, and that's for certain. But right now, I, I want to be sick. When I, when I see anything Philadelphia Eagles related.
0: Hey, um, so let's forget all that for now. Right. Um, let's say that your team wasn't a uh, dumpster fire. Uh-huh. I'm sorry, you know, but whatever. No, it's fine. Um, a lot of people like to argue about what's the best weekend in, in football. Is it divisional round? Is it the championship game? This isn't a weekend, but I think the stretch in between week three and week four is the perfect time to be a football fan. Your team yep. most likely is still in it. There's a lot of optimism for the season. It's kind of – we're kind of over that first couple games of, ooh, what's the season going to be like? We kind of kind of have a feel for how the season's going to play out a little bit. I think this is the perfect time to be a football fan. What say you?
2: Yeah, uh, unless your team is 0-2 and 1 or worse. You got optimism. The quarterback
0: has 14 uh, passing touchdowns.
2: Yeah, if your, if your quarterback's got 14 passing touchdowns for three weeks – uh, you're feeling pretty good, which
0: which uh, which would mean you're a Seattle Seahawks fan this year, and, and that's it. Never before, and yeah,
2: <laughs> that's the only time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it it really does. You still have that optimism where you're like, you know what, we string a couple wins together, we might at least get a wild card. Uh, it, it especially this year for sure. And if you snuck a win out that like you probably shouldn't have, or you're or like, two
0: or three like the Bears. And we just heard Rostock talk about that in the earlier segment.
2: Ooh, the return of Rostock.
0: Yeah, this episode's going to be entitled Rostock Returns, Ryan Lee Cries.
2: <laughs> I mean, yeah, that makes sense. I did see your tweet earlier. I thought you interviewed a dog. I thought it was going to be like a, a gimmick thing.
0: No, it was Rostock. That was the tease, yeah.
2: Okay, no, that makes a in, lot you know more what, sense.
0: That, okay, I'm going to call you out right here, McGinley. What? I, I smashed that like button on every single one of your tweets I see. You know, Everything. often I see or I hear you say, "Oh, I saw that tweet you put out. Where's my like? Listen, Drop a like. It's true. Easy. That's true. It's free.
2: Hand up. That's on me. Uh, but I also was gonna wait to find out what the segment was before I actually, you know, <laughs> what what if it was something terrible and I liked it and like?
0: Well, it was, it was Rostov returning, so it was uh, it was grand.
2: Yeah, I'm gonna like it after because I know and people are going to know once they hear me talking about it, but they still don't know. So now that I'm okay with what you're putting out there, that's likable times 10 genres. I'm very now excited. For-
0: okay, okay. Let's get to – okay, we were just talking about maybe still a win. I think um, one of these 3-0 teams is 3-0 because of coaching, and right now we're going to go over uh, the top five head coaches that matter. All right. So this we're going to go ascending – Order, no descending, ascending, doesn't matter. We're gonna go from one to five, right? And the first couple are easy, we don't really need to get into it. I think number one is Bill Belichick, number two is P. Carroll. Any, yeah. Anything you want to add there? Or are, we, are we good with that?
2: No, I mean, two and three can be switched for me, uh, but who's you have at three because I think we might
0: have a different three and four. You're not big, okay, so our coaches playing tonight on the day we're recording and putting this out on Monday are the right. next two coaches. And I have John Harbaugh at three, Andy Reid at four. And I feel like the Philadelphia Eagle fan who never got over Andy Reid leaving might.
2: Yeah. uh, I mean, it also might be recency bias uh, with how well the Chiefs have played since Andy Reid's gotten there. Um, I'm willing to say Big Red has been overall more successful. Like, Pete Carroll's, like, first couple tenures were weird. Mm Mm-hmm. So that's why I kind of lean big red. Um, also, just won a Super Bowl, and the visor is electric. So that might have you know pushed him towards two. Uh, but it's it's really just debating who you you prefer prefer. Martin.
0: Transitioning like, from the Joe Flacco era to the Lamar Jackson era. I mean, that's not an easy feat. No, and he was always in charge throughout the entire thing, and I, I don't know. I. I Well, I think we might value different things in a head coach. For um, sure. Andy Reid, what he does as an offensive coordinator is unparalleled. And mm-hmm. if we're just talking about offenses, he might be number one or two. Definitely. But, um, I think kind of as a leader of men. You know, I, I, I really like John Harbaugh. And I kind of feel like he has, like, the the game presence, uh, the game time decision-making stuff, and um, more of the off-the-field stuff.
2: Oh, I mean – if you were asked to create what you picture as an NFL head coach, you probably make a human that looks very similar to John Harbaugh. Kind, kind of like he's fiery. He knows what he's doing. He's gritty. Like he's.
0: I believe him too. You know, it's just where sure. when he talks, I believe him.
2: Oh, a hundred percent. But where did John Harbaugh come from? Who. Yeah, yeah the it, football
0: did not run in his family or anything. It is definitely a product of uh
2: Hey, Andy Recre coaching tree, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right.
0: But, whatever. Okay, so here's where things we're gonna get yeah. You texted me, well Tomlin's number five, right? And I yep. said, No, I'm kicking him out. He's right. kicked out and we have a new number five. Right. And I've offered uh, you the opportunity to guess. I think you guessed who did you guess? I said Sean McDermott. Uh wrong. No. Not All right. right. Do you, do you have a final guess before I give you the answer? Uh,
2: uh well, you kind of teased it. I think pre-
0: Yeah. Yeah. I'll give you a hint. they are three. zero. Is
2: it, is it Matt Nagy? Did you hear Matt Nagy?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, no, it's Mike Vrabel. Um, you know, I, I think he showed some great in-game medal last year, that playoff thing where he kind of stole a yeah. page out of Belichick's book against Belichick. I think this team isn't a three, no team without him. Um, I think right. it's a lot of, uh, cojones or i don't know what it was but it took a lot of something to keep uh the kicker around and that decision has led to uh, good dividends um he's getting the most or in, him and his staff are getting the most out of ryan Tannehill. 100 percent 2012 quarterback draft class just killing it this year but anyways um you know he's gotten the most out of Tannehill. where an organization like the dolphins just couldn't get anything out of him it seems like and um, you kind of you know how sometimes people say like a, a team will take on like its demeanor of its head coach or its personality. Yep. I think like whenever I think of like who Mike Vrabel is is like a football entity, like it's perfectly uh, correlates with what I think the c Titans right now. So um, the, he's new in the top five head coaches that mattered club. And do you have any uh, thoughts about this?
2: Uh, he 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 kind of fits the mold of. What you seemingly enjoy as a head coach. I mean, there's a reason why Harbaugh is up there for you. I, I think he's very similar to Harbaugh where you listen to him about football. He, when he talks football to you, you're like, I'm not questioning a word you're saying. But if <laughs> if, if if Andy Reid walked up to a human on the street and they didn't know who he was and he was like just going to talk football jargon with them, they'd be like, "I'm not. I'm not sure that this guy is like – one of the greatest masterminds of all time for football. But if you talk to Harbaugh, you're like, this guy's definitely involved. I and mean, if you talk to Mike Vrabel, it's very similar. Um, and not in
0: a bad way, but maybe in a bad way. If <laughs> if like you were like uh if you wrote a movie about a high school football team and you needed yep. a head coach, you'd go to some Fra- Casting and get Mike Vrabel. Like he just <laughs> loves the part. And like
2: you, you cast Andy Reid as like the, the cuddly assistant coach that the players go to with like their personal problems. No, like, I don't I, know
0: why, but like you'd be the defensive coordinator. He wouldn't be the offensive coordinator <laughs>
1: in the movie. Oh,
2: a hundred percent. He's just sitting in the room, eating a meatball sub, drawing up defensive schemes. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I get that. Uh, I think Tomlin got that team to eight and eight last year, which was tough to do with with that ragtag bunch of players. Uh, I think
0: I have a hard time. I, at some point I do trust fans of a team. Right. I mean, Mike Tomlin's kind of been yeah. a Steelers fans' list for the last five years.
2: Yeah, that's true. I mean, I they for for some reason like they try to trade Mike Tomlin. I don't know how, like what I don't know what the Steelers fans do. Like when he loses more than like three games, like he's on the hot seat, which is weird to me because I would if I had the chance I would get rid of Doug Peterson for Mike Tomlin in a heartbeat. Like not even blink an eye.
0: Remember when Doug uh, Peterson was on this list and then we found it, we talked about this in the link last week, so we don't need to get back yeah. into it, but we kind of found out that Frank Reich and Doug Peterson are better together than apart.
2: Yeah. Doug Peterson's going to make me jump off my house. It's not tall enough to kill me, but depending on what bone I land on, it will break. Um, Peterson has been terrible this year. Uh, he's, he's getting close to being outside the top 10 for me personally. I
0: need, I need um, let's get back to Carson once. Right. I think I think we put I think that that that's over our top five coaches. Um, I was watching the games on Sunday at the back porch. I at the game center, and I would like to see Carson once get a do over and maybe land somewhere else. Because don't you think that like now that uh you know Nick Foles won the Super Bowl, he's out in Chicago starting games now. We get in a couple of weeks. We get the you know, the uh, Eagles Patriots Super Bowl rematch between Tom Brady and Nick Foles. Right. I, don't I? I know that you want him to stay and have it worked out, but like as an independent person who yeah. doesn't have skin in the game, I would like Carson wants to go somewhere else and find success Seriously? there. I feel like it's always going to be weird in Philly with the Nick Foles Super Bowl over his head.
2: They've done this man zero favors. Um,
0: a stadium of, or there's a statue of Nick Foles outside the stadium.
2: Right. The Eagles could have said no to that. Like I understand it was a Bud Light sponsored statue. The Eagles could have said no. They could um,
0: have. I mean, it's the thing they could have put up in ten years. And yeah,
2: instead of addressing issues that everyone knew were there for the Eagles, um, they drafted a quarterback in the second round. Uh, on top of that, they really, I know they signed him to a long-term deal. But it feels like they're not committed to him anymore. Uh, the way that they, they talk, Doug Peterson puts blame on him. I mean, that's kind of the beginning signs of a bad relationship. And usually that ends up in one of the two people going, the head coach or the quarterback. Uh, if I had my laurels uh, and I wasn't an Eagles fan, there's one team that I think would be the perfect fit for him. And New Orleans. No, it, it's better. Uh, the, the GM loves the big quarterback. The quarterback they have now is hurt. And I don't know if he's a franchise QB. And <laughs> they had Brett Rippin in uh, this week. And I think the Denver Broncos would be a great fit for Carson Wentz. Um,
0: Classic uh, GM Madden move.
2: hundred percent. hundred percent. I think uh, he's, He's built to get outside the pocket and throw to guys that can make plays. Um, the Eagles are very not they're, – they're just not making moves that are helpful to Carson Wentz. Um, you think pull that
0: trade off this year?
2: I wouldn't – I don't think so. But if they wanted to make an off-season move and let's say the Broncos end up with pick, I don't know, eight, and the Eagles are there. Five to ten.
0: But it seems like the eighth pick seems like a lot. Oh, so you would swap? So you would swap eight and ten, and probably a third for once.
2: I th- I think they would get more for once. Honestly, I th- I do think it's hard right now. I, it definitely is, but I think Elway uh, knows that his job's kind of sketchy right now.
0: So one of the New York teams gets uh, Trevor, right? Right. And then that means Sam Darnold or Daniel Jones hit the street. All right. Uh,
2: I would like to see Darnold somewhere else as well.
0: I think Darnold might be bad. And I think it might be hard to evaluate him because the team around him is so bad. But I think he also might be bad.
2: I think him and Wentz are kind of similar. Um, athletically, they're both top athletes at the position. No. Darnold can move, dude, and he, he's got the arm Better for the Better than
0: Jackson, Murray, Wilson, even somebody like uh, Josh Allen.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I guess Darnold's not quite there. Patrick
0: Mahomes. Yeah. Uh, I, you haven't said Cam Newton yet. That is I true. Mean, I We've not... Dak Prescott. Um... I, I think
2: Darnold's. Athletic enough to be in the NFL. I think
0: Darnold, a good count for Darnold's athleticism would be Aaron Rodgers.
2: Yeah, I I think he's. Honestly, I I would probably say Andrew Luck even more just because I don't think he's as elusive as Rodgers. Oh, Andrew Luck's
0: dead. Didn't you hear that?
2: He's dead. Yeah. To you or just in general.
0: Just like in the NFL. I
2: don't know. Yeah, but similar, similar body types. The arms are similar, but Sam Darnold makes the same mistakes Wentz does. He floats passes, he's not accurate and he holds on to the ball too long. Uh so I think Donald's probably gone after this year. And did you see his, his interview this week? He looked absolutely demoralized. Uh he's like I need to play better as a, a quarterback and he did the whole like looking down during the interview. He he looked dejected and it was it was disappointing because I think he's talented enough. Uh but I don't know what to make of him as a quarterback at this point.
0: Brian Tannehill.
2: I'll stop dude. So how long before we put Tannehill above Andrew Luck in in the, the draft class?
0: I was so I was kind of thinking about that this weekend. So the twenty twelve draft class was supposed to be remembered for Andrew Luck, Robert Griffin the third, and Ryan Tannehill. Ryan is the only one that stuck around from that class. Now it's like Nick Foles with the Super Bowl win, Russell Wilson, Kirk Cousins with the big contract, and is the only one that survived that top three. I mean, Griffin's still in the league as a backup for Lamar Jackson. Brendan Whedon, you know, just had a cup of coffee in the league. I mean, it's really been the later half of that uh draft class, but Ryan Tannehill survived.
2: So right now it's Wilson obviously Wilson
0: with, like, a huge gap.
2: And then Foles?
0: And no, I think it's Tannehill.
2: You got Tannehill over Foles?
0: Who do you want right now? Who do you want I as worry. quarterback as the Eagles right now?
2: I'll, that's messed up. I think right now
0: – Who would you take?
2: I think Tannehill's more built for the, how the Eagles run offense. Um,
0: I think, Tanne- think Tannehill is just better. But then – so, anyways, then – I think it's it, it, the more interesting debate is Foles or Cousins, and I think you would take Foles, especially yeah. if contracts were involved. If contracts are involved, I'm taking
2: Foles. Yeah. Uh, because Cousins is playing slightly better than Carson Wentz, but not much better. Uh, he got bailed out by Justin Jefferson being electric. But, yeah, I think I'd take Foles.
0: Is there anybody else from that class that we're missing?
2: I mean, aside from sliding Andrew Luck in there,
0: Brock Osweiler, who is gone. Uh,
2: there's got to be one more.
0: Okay, let's let's go through the list. Uh, Andrew Luck, Ryan Griffin, right. Ryan Tannehill, Brandon Weeden, uh, Brock Osweiler, Russell Wilson, Nick Foles, Kirk Cousins, right? Uh, Ryan Lindley, Ryan, Li- <laughs> B.J. Coleman. Ryan Lindley. Chandler uh, Chandler Harnish. Case Keenum undrafted.
2: Case Keenum. Not bad. Not bad. bad. Not a bad quarterback. Uh, I, mean, I remember
0: him more than Chandler Harnish. That is Peter true. Oldman.
2: And just as successful in the playoffs as Kirk Cousins. So,
0: And a better quarterback than Ryan Lindley for sure.
2: Yeah, I would say that. Definitely put Case Keenum up there.
0: <laughs> but There's Russell Wilson and there's a big gap. Between him and Ryan
2: Tannehill, uh, as a player right now, if I'm going straight legacy, I would go Wilson, Foles, Luck.
0: Yeah, but we're taking we're not taking their career. We're oh, player thing. right
2: player right now. I take Tannehill over yeah. Foles for sure.
0: Yeah, because legacy that's what helps out a whole lot.
2: Yeah, Tannehill he can he can fit in more offenses um, than Nick Foles. I think Nick Foles needs a spread offense with RPOs built for him specifically. Uh, I think Ryan Tannehill
0: is. I was watching the Eagles game different. today. And yeah. uh, I think it, who was on the call? It was Charles Davis, right? I love Charles Davis. Yeah. He's great. Yeah. Charles Davis said something about RPOs. I was like, oh, yeah, remember three years ago where, like, it was a law that everybody had to say RPO every fifth word? Like, everybody had to talk about RPOs constantly. Or whenever the Eagles won the Super Bowl, it was like, oh, yeah, so then the uh, RPO over there.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it, it's crazy how quickly things are fads almost because that was the only thing that was talked about. Just general, you know, fake handoffs or just RPOs to everybody. I'm glad that the RPO died. I'm glad it's still part of offenses for sure. It's it's a great play design.
0: I mean, it was a thing – I don't know. I mean, it was a thing that Favre was doing in 09. Like, it wasn't – and before that, people were doing it. It was like – I don't understand why all of a sudden it's like RPO
2: uh because it's three letters and it makes you sound kind of smart if you if you can recognize it to the the bland viewer like oh i have no idea what that is thank you for saying rpo
0: anything you want to touch on before we get out of here uh so you know it's fine I, hey let's pick the game so most people will probably listen to this after the game so let's pick it right now um mm-hmm. i'm taking i know i just said that i'd rather have john harbaugh as my head coach but i'm taking andy Reid and patrick mahomes
2: I was going to go with the Ravens, honestly.
0: Uh, you can do that. I mean, we can have different. We can, we could can be crisscrossed all over the place here. I'll take the Ravens coaching staff. You take the Chiefs coaching staff. And I'll take the Chiefs to win. You take the Ravens to win. It'll, that makes total sense.
2: Am I playing against Patrick Mahomes in fantasy? Does that affect it? <laughs> a little bit. Uh, I
0: pick up a player in fantasy because we share a last name. How dumb is that? Could you think of a dumber reason to pick up a player in fantasy?
2: Oh, you got Anthony McFarlane on your squad.
0: Yeah. I picked up Tony, cousin Tony.
2: Cousin, you guys, yeah, man, I can definitely see the resemblance.
0: All right, so. <laughs> cousin Tony. No, he looked pretty good. I was watching that. I mean, he is, he, did look, he looked pretty good uh, on Sunday too, though, because I, I watched that game after I watched the Eagles game, and, and Tony looked yeah. good
2: out there. T- Tony's uh, he's electric, and
0: boogie woogie woogie woogie.
2: I watched it, on didn't I?
0: Connor has been known to leave for a little bit, bits of time, and I desperately need a running back in a 14-man league.
2: Yeah, Tony, looks he looks good. And if he takes snaps from Benny Snell, if he gets eight touches a game,
0: he should be good. My running back situation currently is Zeke Elliott. My mother's made a name, Elliott. Um, and then I have um, – oh, man, now I just need to get my social security number and people will know. <laughs> Dang it. No, but I have him and Kareem Hunt. So I but I only have those two running backs. So I need something.
2: Yeah, I drafted There's
1: nothing
2: this, out there. I drafted the third. I drafted Saquon. Let's see ya. I took Nick Chubb, good pick. Uh I had to start Tevin Col not Tevin Coleman. Uh Jarek McKinnon this week.
0: Oh, I thought you were gonna say Freeman.
2: Yeah. Nah. Jarek McKinnon this week. He hurt his ribs. Uh so I'm gonna start David Montgomery next week with Nick Chubb.
0: You always say uh, don't tinker. I tinkered this week, and it cost me 0.3 fantasy points. I put in Corey Davis over CD Lamb just because, like, CD Lamb was playing my favorite team, and, like, I just didn't want to whatever. And, like, it cost me 0.3 points, but it didn't matter because the person I was playing started Mitch Trubisky. So <laughs> <laughs> everything was fine.
2: Yeah, I'm glad that you won at least uh, because I need Mahomes and Mark Andrews to not score 17. So I'll probably, I'll probably be playing uh, Super Smash Brothers early tonight.
0: I still, I think I have, um, I think I have a 20 point lead and I still have Hollywood Brown going. So I think I'm,
2: as, as long as he doesn't fumble 12 times, you're Did good.
0: Should I take him out? Is that a dick move? Should I just take him out? So for, for
2: in, if he fumbles 12 times on like end of rounds and loses like, <laughs> I know, 15 but like, yards.
0: what's, but it's like a dick move to be like, hi, I don't even need all my players. got to beat you. Like, I'm not even, not yeah, even
2: Or you're just taking a knee so you're not running up the score. That's a, you know, it's a respect the game move. I didn't want to embarrass you in front of your family.
0: Yeah, I just let Hollywood Brown have the night off. Don't worry yeah. about
2: it. Yeah, just shoot him a text. Say, hey, man, I took yeah. you out of the lineup. <laughs> you don't have to play.
0: Man, I wonder if I was down by, like, 13 points if I would have been all over the Ravens tonight. It is weird how these things shape your opinion on – 100%. Uh, you
2: would have been like, wow, it's crazy. Hollywood Brown's going to score three touchdowns tonight.
0: <laughs> oh. No, and I was playing somebody who started Mitch Trubisky, so I was fine. Um... Yeah, I think that's the show at John's FPT at bootleg fantasy. Do you have anything that you'd like to plug? No. Oh, we're out of time. I'm so sorry. We're out of time. I really wish we had more time for you to plug your stuff. Oh, man. Uh, What a shame. Um, Yeah, so that was Ross dog earlier. I don't know. I think if the bears still or bears keep winning, there's a good chance that Ross dog might be back. But, you know, we'll keep our fingers crossed on that. Uh, uh, Yeah. I don't know. The show R-
2: right? Ross Dog just does bandwagon pods now.
0: Yeah, I'll take what I can get. Now that he's the Ross Dad, I just take what I can get.
2: Yeah, it's better than Dad Dog, I guess.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, if you if you had a little baby, you know, would you still be doing this once a week?
2: I mean, what else would I be doing, Jaunders?
0: It's a good point. What fuck, Ross Dog? What's he doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye, everybody.